Wow. Merry Christmas. Y'all ready for Christmas? Hey, how many of you know that when you get older, you keep repeating stories and stuff, right? And so I might be repeating a joke, but I love it. I just read it uh, yesterday while I was prepared, and uh, I just love it. You know, those two, two uh, young men, they went to spend the night at their grandparents' house, and uh, they were getting ready to go to bed, and so they knelt down to pray. And so uh, the youngest one started praying first, and he said, Lord, I want a brand new PlayStation and a new bicycle. And his, little, his uh, older brother said, hey, hey, what you praying so loud for? God is not deaf. He said, yeah, but grandmother is. <laughs> I like that. Don't you like that? Amen. Well, in a few hours, everybody's going to stop and just take time to, to celebrate Christmas Day. And so uh, it's amazing. The whole world does, you know, and uh, Christmas is special, isn't it? It's special to me. It reminds me of uh, my personal experience with the Lord. And so I just love Christmas time. What's so special about Christmas? Some people think it's just a national holiday time to get off of work. Well, that's all right, isn't it? Others think it's just a special time to be with families. Not, no big deal. And so uh, some people uh, just think it's just another opportunity to receive some gifts. And all the children said, Amen. And still others think that it's an opportunity to gain weight and to go into debt. But everybody has a different meaning of Christmas. But Christmas is special, isn't it? To those of us who believe Christmas is extra special. Amen. In fact, Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18 tells us that Christmas is about the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And it says this in verse 18, this is how the birth of Jesus came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child, will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph woke, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as, as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son. And he gave him the name Jesus. That's the Christmas story. And what's so special about Christmas? To those who believe Christmas is more than a national holiday, a family gathering, or an opportunity to receive gifts, Christmas is about the Savior being born into the world. You know, to those of us that believe Christmas reminds us that God is a promise keeper. He doesn't just make promises, He keeps them, right? In Matthew chapter 1 and verse 22, it says, And it took place to fulfill... 
What the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, you see, 400 years before Jesus was born, the prophet Isaiah said that there would be a virgin that would be with child and she would bear a son. 400 years before. And so really, whenever you think about it, the Christmas story just fulfilled what the prophet had said 400 years before. So what that tells us is that God is a promise keeper. Christmas is a special time to remind us that God don't just make promises, he keeps promises. Why is the Christmas story so important to us today? Well, you might need hope today. And you might need a promise from God. And God brings us hope through his promises. How many of you know that? Some of us need to be reminded that God promises us hope from our past. Because you know what? Some of us in this room today, we're, we're, we're shadowed by our past. You know, it, you know we're, we're, we're shadowed by past wrong decisions. You ever made a wrong decision? Come on, don't lie in church this morning. You ever made a wrong decision? Have you ever had a setback in your life? Have you ever had a failure or loss in your life? It's, it's something from the past that may be casting a shadow on your present. But you know what? I want to encourage you today. God promises us that life can get better. That's good news today, right? And so listen, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new is come. Now, what does that verse mean? It means we can be set free from our past wrong decisions, from our setbacks, our failures. We can be, we, we can be restored from our past mistakes. I'm going to be glad about that. Now, some of you have been way too good to be worried about that, but I'm not one of those guys. God promises us that life can get better, and I'm, I'm really grateful about that. You know, my personal story is that you know, whenever I was 11 years old, I got introduced to drugs and started doing drugs at a very young age. Didn't even know the harm of it. But the truth is, for the next 11 years, I squandered my life doing drugs and doing, making wrong choices and wrong decisions. And so, you know what? You see, in the natural, it seemed my past was impossible to overcome. It seemed hopeless. But how many of you know that that's not the case, Right. God has a promise, right? Thank God. God is a promise keeper. And he said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. And behold, all things are new. And I'm telling you, when Christ came into my life, my past got erased. Praise the Lord for that. And God gave me a bright future. You might need to hear that today. Christmas reminds us that God is a promise keeper. But number two, Christmas reminds us that God is with us throughout our life. Throughout our life. And have you ever felt ever, ever felt alone in life? Have you ever felt by yourself? In fact, you know, the holidays is normally the time where we feel most alone and most lonely. For a few years, I never felt more alone in life than during the holiday season. Isn't it true that when you go through the darkest times in life, that's when you feel most alone? When you're going through the greatest trials and tribulations of life, that's when you feel most alone? Am I talking to the right crowd today? I think, I think of those who are celebrating Christmas this year. And for them, it's the first time without a loved one who passed sometime during the year. In fact, I'm one of those. 
I think about those who are having to go through the holidays by themselves because of their broken family. I think about those who are going through the holidays feeling all alone because of the deep, dark valleys that they're walking through. The Bible says in Matthew 1.23, it's part of the Christmas story. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. And then we'll call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Christmas reminds us that God stepped out of heaven and he stepped onto the earth and to the world through the birth of Jesus Christ. But listen, not just for a temporary time, but he stepped into the world so he could be with us today. Amen? Are you feeling alone today? Are you feeling lonely? Somebody in this room might be. And I just want to encourage you today. You know, for years, you know, I, I tell this story all the time, but this is what the holidays, the holidays reminds me of the power of the Christmas story. Because for years during the holiday season, I felt all alone. I felt very lonely. But then I became a Christian. And that changed for me. It changed for me. Because all of a sudden... My circumstances hadn't changed, but the way that I felt about the circumstances was different. Y'all know what I'm talking about? And the Bible says in John 14, 18, I will never leave you as orphans. I will come to you. When Christ was born into the world, he stepped into the world to be with us. And, and so all of a sudden now, you know, I came to know the Lord and I went through the holiday season. Nothing really much different about my circumstance or my life, except I wasn't feeling as lonely as I did before. I didn't feel all alone anymore because the Lord filled me with his presence and his love and his grace. And so I went through the holiday season now with a joy and a peace and a grace that I never did before. Amen. Come on, I'm telling you, the Christmas story is more than just a, a little baby born in a manger. It's about a Savior who stepped into the world. Amen. Christmas reminds us that we're not alone. God is with us. And if you're here today and you're feeling alone and you're feeling lonely, I want you to know that you're not. You're not. Jesus said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You may think you're alone, but you're not. The Lord made sure that you would not have to go through life by yourself. That's why he sent Jesus. That's the, that's the real Christmas story, friends. Finally, to those of us who believe, Christmas reminds us that our lives can be changed. In Matthew 1, 21, it says, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now, you know, if you really understand this, this is the greatest gift we'll ever have. You know, some people think, hey, Todd, we're trying to have a fun time here. Only start talking about sin. Well, hold on. Hold on just a minute here. The Bible says in Romans 3.21, for everyone has sinned and will fall short of God's glorious standard. Can you give me the definition of all? What does that mean? That means that all of us have sinned and fall short of God's glorious standard. Amen? And so all of us fall short of what it takes to, to meet God's standard and to please God. And so, you know, Romans 6.23 says this, for the wages of sin is death. And so, you know, it means that every time we sin, something negatively is 
affects our lives. Every time we sin. And you see, we don't, we, are, we don't realize the value of the fact that the Lord came to save us of our sins until we realize the fact of the negativity and the negative effect of sin in our lives. Right? But listen, sin affects and damages our relationships. Sin negatively affects us emotionally. It also affects us financially. It affects us mentally and spiritually. It affects, it affects every area of our life. And so the one thing that is damaging your life the most right now, more than anything else, and keeping you from succeeding or being successful in your life just might be the problem of sin. But I got good news. Jesus came to save us from our sins. Jesus came to reverse the negative effects of sin. He said, they are all going to sin. They're all going to fall short. And so God thought about it and he said, well, you know what? This is not a good situation. You know, you, you probably heard that uh, read, or watched that movie about, you know, this, this small rural town and this chemical plant came into the town and um, they, uh, they were going to build a plant. And of course, the town got so excited about it because, you know, it was going to bring jobs. The businesses were going to prosper and everything. Uh, so they were just excited about this chemical plant coming into town. But years went by and the people in the town started getting sick and having cancer and babies started being born with deformities and all that. And they began to research and study and they found out that this chemical plant was just dropping all these chemicals into the ground. It went into their, into their, into the water table and they were drinking this stuff that was damaging and harming their, their life. And they didn't realize it. And so whenever it became uh, apparent of what was going on, they remedied the situation and the whole town and the whole village began, their health began to turn around. And all of a sudden the whole town got in better shape. Amen. And so without realizing it, sometimes we're just slowly just poisoning ourselves as we embark and as we partake of sin in our lives and in our lifestyles. And Jesus knew that we don't have it within ourselves to stop doing that because none of us are good enough to stand, to meet the standard of God's standard. And so all of us fall short and we all negatively are affected by sin. And so the Lord says, you know what? I got to help my people. And so I'm going to send them a savior named Jesus Christ. And he sent Jesus on the earth to, to die on the cross to shed his blood so that our sins could be cared for. And so we can no longer have to live under the negativity and the damage and the death of sin, but thank God we can be saved from our sins, be washed of our sins, and we can have eternal life. Amen. That is the greatest gift that anybody could ever have. Amen. Come on, are y'all with me out there? You see, in Matthew 121, it says, she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. You know, the Christmas story is such a great reminder to me of my life. Because I remember, I remember, I was 22 years old whenever I became a Christian. And I remember, I remember the Christmases. I remember the holidays. It seemed like the whole world was having a party and they forgot to invite me. It seemed like everything I tried to do was not satisfying the deep hunger and thirst and, and the deep emptiness of my life. And when the holidays came around, it was such a negative thing. It was such a dark time. And I didn't really care about the holidays. I, didn't, I couldn't wait till it was over. But then Jesus made the difference. It was like before Christ and after Christ meant the world of difference to me. 
My circumstances hadn't changed very much other than this one fact. I've realized that I was a sinner. I needed forgiveness. Asked Jesus to forgive my sins. Christ came into my life. He empowered me with his spirit. And then all of a sudden, there was light in my life like never before. And so every Christmas season, I'm reminded of the fact that Jesus changes lives. And he's here today to change every life who is willing to open up their heart and make room for him in their life. Amen. Would you do me a favor? Would you just stand with me? And I want to just pray a prayer with all of you here. If you would just be reverent and be quiet and just bow your head with me for just a moment. See, I believe there might be some Todds in here. There might be some people in this room today that understand what it's like to not be excited about Christmas, to know what it's like to be lonely, to be empty, to feel like you're in this world that's having a party. But you're not really part of it. Today, Jesus wants to change your life. And all you have to do is be willing to open up your heart and allow him to come in. So with your heads bowed, I want to just ask you right now to just. To just think about it with me for a moment. The Bible tells us that whenever Jesus was born, they they went to an inn. Well, they couldn't, he, they couldn't spend the night because there was no room for him in the inn. And the worst thing that could happen to us is that we don't find room in our heart for him. So if you're here today and you say, Todd, I feel like, like you were explaining that, that I've been, this shadow has been cast on my life and and I'm drowning and I, I need a savior. I need somebody to help me. And, and I've never, never really truly surrendered and given my heart to Jesus. But today I want to do that. If that's you and you feel the conviction of the Lord on your life to say, it's time, it's time to surrender. It's time to give you all. I want you to do me a favor. and Just acknowledge that by just raising your hand. Just raise your hand so I can see it. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see. Come on, just raise it. Don't be ashamed. Don't be bashful. I see your hand right over here. Come on, just raise it. Just raise it high. I see your hand. Come on. This this could be the difference in your from forever. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Those of you that raise your hands, we're all gonna pray. Thank you. I I see your hand. I see your hand. Come on. This is the this is the opportunity. Listen, I'm telling you that Jesus is the Savior, and He came to save you from your empty, empty life, and He came to bring you abundance. Amen. All you have to do is just open up your heart through faith and receive Him. Can we just pray this prayer together? Lord Jesus, thank You for dying on the cross for my sins, for the payment of my sins. Lord Jesus, today I need Your deliverance. I need your forgiveness. Would you forgive me for every mistake that I've ever made? Lord Jesus, I open my heart. I make room for you in my life today. I choose this day to make you my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for accepting me into your family today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for being so, so transparent. How many of you remember that time when you prayed that prayer for the first time? Aren't you glad you did? 
Aren't you glad you really opened the best gift you could ever open, which was your heart in receiving Christ into your life? Jesus came not just to be born in a manger, but he came to change the world. He came to change your life. Amen. And regardless of what you're going through, where you are right now, the Bible says, the the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave. Gift giving is is Jesus' idea or is God's idea. He gave us Jesus, right? But he didn't stop there. He came to light up our life. I think, I think I need more light in my life. What about you? Do you need more light in your life? We're going to take a moment just to celebrate the light of Jesus. And I'm going to light a candle and, and then uh, the staff is going to come and light their candle on mine. And, and then uh, if you have your candle, put the little cup over, over around the candle. And, and uh, if you would, just wait. and We're going to light everybody's candle. And we're just going to thank God for his light in our life. Amen. Can we just take a moment just to pray? You know, every time I read the Christmas story and I read that passage, that verse where it says, and there was no room found for him in the inn. Man, if they would have known that it was Jesus, I think they would have cleaned up the place to make room for him. And you know, I think about you and I. I think that the Lord would like to live in you and I in a greater way. I think we should make room for him in our life. Come on, how many of you know that he is a promise keeper? And he promised us the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come that you might have life and that you might have it abundantly. Hey, God wants to give us enough life and light that we can share it with others just like we did today in this room with these candles. Amen. The Lord comes to change our life. He wants to give us a better 2018 than we had in 2017. Come on, the Lord has a great plan and he has great hope for us. Amen. Come on, would you just do me a favor and just by faith, just receive as I just pray for you. Just ask the Lord to touch you and just make a commitment right where where you are and just say, Lord, I want to make more room for you in my life, in my lifestyle. Father, help me today. Father, I pray for every family and every person here today. Lord Jesus, you came to light the world. You came to bless every family and every home. Lord, I pray that you would break the power of darkness off of every life. And I pray, God, that you would give us all a greater hunger and a greater thirst for the things of God. Thank you, Lord, for just blessing, blessing us with your presence, blessing us with your peace, your joy, and your grace. Lord, I bless this congregation today and pray they have a most most wonderful and glorious Christmas and a very prosperous and successful new year. I pray this in the mighty and in the strong name of Jesus. And everybody that agreed shouted and said, Amen. Merry Christmas, everybody. You can blow out your candle now. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Have a very and a Merry Christmas. God bless you.